on this great solemnity, Mary, Mother of God. It's good to recall those words we heard in the second reading from St. Paul in his letter to the Galatians. It's good to recall that, yes, when the time had come, the fullness of it, God did send his son born of a woman, born under law to ransom us so we might receive adoption as sons. On Christmas Day, of course, we celebrate not just Christ's birth, but in a sense our birth as well because it's the beginning point of our adoption into God's family. And this solemnity that we celebrate today, the Mother of God, in a sense kind of confirms that, that without God truly being born of a woman, a woman under the law, so to speak, then nothing can truly happen. God truly has been born, born son of Mary. And Mary, by being that woman, literally does then become the mother of God, the mother of all of us gathered here. And in a sense, that's why we gather here tonight to celebrate this amazing miracle. The first being that God has done this amazing thing for us. And the second miracle being Mary's yes to this great fact. She allows this amazing thing to happen in the world to truly allow the fullness of time to transform our own time and reality right here, right now. That's very appropriate as we begin our new year, in a sense, celebrating our temporal time with a great feast to Our Lady. It's very important. You know, this is kind of a, a theological solemnity, so there's a lot of theology and study and science that goes into this, but it's also a practical thing as well. If you recall back the words that the angel Gabriel uses to Mary, he uses very specific language. He doesn't say what will be born in you. But in a sense, what will be born from you, really truly solidifying the fact that Christ is born of Mary. It's not something that is planted and moved on. It's not something external. It's something that truly happens. Life happens. And it's a beautiful thing. By taking our nature, in a sense, offering up as a sacrifice, it truly transforms our own nature as well. It's a great thing to reflect on. There's a great phrase that what wasn't assumed can't be saved. This whole season is the beginning point of our salvation, a new chapter and a new reality that we truly can be saved now because God has come among us, that Jesus Christ has transformed our own lives as well. It's a great, great thing. So what was born of Mary is truly human by nature. It's true body. Christ truly lived. He truly had being and truly shared that. It's the same body that we have and the same body that we get to use every day of our lives. And that's the great thing that we want to be focused on. That we've acquired something truly great through the great sacrifice of God himself. And we have real communion now, real union with Jesus. But that also makes possible real union with all of us gathered here. As we are part of the body of Christ, that gives us the real claim that we are truly family to each one of us. It's a great promise that continues to, in a sense, transform time and space itself. And it also gives us that possibility that if we truly live this life, then we will receive that spiritual body that awaits us in heaven as well. And that's the great promise too. It's one of the reasons we pray to the Virgin Mary. We ask at the end of the Hail Mary to pray for us now in the hour of our death. And that's signaling that throughout the course of our life, Mary is a privileged channel. She's a great place where God's grace flows into the mystical body. It's a great reminder, too, that God isn't threatened by us. He's not threatened by the things he created. Oftentimes, when we think of the things we create, and you think of all the, the sci-fi movies, you think of Frankenstein's monster, that the things we create, we can tend to abhor. I know occasionally, even in you as parents, sometimes get a little frustrated with your children. It happens. A couple of people laughed about that one. 
I know as a spiritual father, I get a little frustrated with my spiritual children. Nah, I love you all. All right. So, Mary is the mother of God, the mother of the church. And that's what we we're trying to focus on here. She allowed herself to be a humble instrument. In her, yes, she takes a, a position of certitude, and by that, she does transform to the highest point. Mary is truly one of God's, if not God's, most effective instruments, and therefore the most effective. She's effective because she's humble, and it's a great reminder for all of us to gather here this night. As we begin a new year, the desire to, in a sense, come up with goals and focus on the things that we want to do, very important. But these goals aren't, in a sense, also being filtered through the lens of our faith, the lens of the church, especially through the great gift of our great mother in heaven, then we're missing out on something. The great humility allows us to be true servants of the people God has called us to be with, whether it's our friends and family, our fellow co-workers, those we go to school with. That's the real reality, and that becomes this great example as the mother of God. As she says, yes, let it be done to me according to your word, and since she's opening up a space in her heart for God, and we do that as well, that's the same thing. When we say yes to God, we're actually opening up more room, not less. We're opening up room for God to work within us, and it gives us actually more freedom, more space. That's the great gift. That's the great paradox of our faith. In a sense, by saying yes to God and losing freedom, she gains everything that she needs. And that's the same thing for us. In a sense, everything in Mary's freedom, her surrender to God, then becomes, in a sense, the condition for everything that we do within the church. So everything, everything the Pope says, everything the Pope does, all the prayers, all the evangelization, in a sense, even my own priesthood is, in a sense, dependent on that yes of Mary. That becomes the lens and that filter for which all action happens. When we look at the art of Mary throughout the history of the church, and even new art today, in a sense, you always see it under her protective mantle, that beautiful blue mantle, that effective sign that, yeah, she is truly mother of all. It's a great thing. It's a great thing to be part of, and it's a great thing that draws us here this night. In a sense, it's part of that great mysterious relationship she has, that love that she has, the love that she received from the Eternal Father, and the love that she bestowed upon the world. And so that maternity of hers isn't just something functional. It truly reflects God's own love for us all as well. It's really part of the great mystery of God's salvation. One of the great, great saints of the church, one of the great devotees of Mary is a man named St. Bernard. He kind of describes this mercy of God, the mercy of Mary, the mercy that kind of really transforms this world. In a sense, he talks about God being a father that, in a sense, he sent onto the earth this big purse full of his mercy. But that purse could not be opened until what? Until Mary said yes and gave birth to this amazing son. That's when everything could, in a sense, start being used. And that's the price of our redemption, so to speak. That's the greatness of this night. That purse is only possible through Mary's yes that allows all of us to, in a sense, draw from it every day of our lives. This great treasury of faith, of hope, and love. That's the real reality. That's what he reveals in Mary and his son, and ultimately in ours, in our baptisms and confirmations in Holy Eucharist. God's revealing more and more of his mercy, his humanity, all the things that he truly wants us to have. In a sense, his goodness can no longer be hidden anymore because it's truly reflected, yes, in the church, in the Eucharist, and the vestments we wear, but ultimately it's also reflected in your lives. One of my favorite prayers from the marriage rituals, the opening prayer 
where we talk about by your marriage, you become witnesses to charity itself. And that's what we're looking at. You're basically witnesses to God's love and mercy. That's the power of God's love. And that's the power of Mary's yes, being the mother of us all. So truly, this night, Mary, in Mary, in a sense, God's kindness and mercy are truly revealed. And so we have a great opportunity this year, in a sense, to receive from that mercy, to pray more deeply to the Blessed Virgin Mary and ask for that great strength that we need. That even if it means humbly saying yes to other people, recognizing great things can come from that. That the more we turn to her for great assistance or great insight and in our powerful intercession, then we truly can be transformed as a people of faith. And so when we leave this night to welcome in a new year, we can truly do so glorifying the Lord by our own lives of faith as well. Amen.